You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, everybody. It's Ken Davenport here. Welcome back to the Producers Perspective podcast. We are off of our hiatus and we are coming back just like the theater industry after six years of podcasting with one specific style, we're going to shake it up here. That's right. There will be no guests. No guests. Just me. I'm going to give you some micro episodes of things that are on my mind, my perspective on Broadway, on the comeback of Broadway. Uh, we're going to get into it. These episodes will be five minutes to 15 minutes in length at most. Micro conversations to get you thinking and to get you making more theater. Today, what we are talking about is the five stages of the comeback of Broadway. I believe there are going to be five stages to it, and I'm going to break those stages down for you next. But first, let me tell you that this episode, our first of our reboot, is brought to you by StreamYard. If you are streaming theater, if you are into streaming theater, you got to check out StreamYard. When we kicked off the live stream series back in March a year ago... We found StreamYard and have been using their software ever since. Check the link in the description notes to this podcast. Set up your free account today and get started with a live stream show of your own on StreamYard. And now on to the first of our return to the Producer's Perspective podcast. I want to be a producer with a hit show on Broadway. You're listening to the Producers Perspective Podcast with your host, Tony Award winner, Ken Davenport. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, it's Ken. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the podcast, and I hope it's pulling back the curtain on this business of Broadway. If you're looking to learn more about what makes this industry tick, go to my website, kentdavenport.com, and sign up for my weekly newsletter. I'll send you one email a week, one article about what I'm seeing, trends, insights, marketing ideas on what's happening on Broadway right now. That's kentdavenport.com. Hope to see you there and in your inbox. Welcome back to the podcast. Today, we're going to talk about the return of Broadway and what I've called the five phases of Broadway's return. And each one of those phases 
is going to require us to look at something in it to see how we're actually coming back. There's going to be a stress test in each one of the phases. Because look, there's one thing that we all should really understand and realize that it's not like we're just going to turn the lights on to Broadway and everything's going to come rushing back at once and tons and tons of audiences are going to come back. There are going to be a number of checkpoints along the way to determine how we are coming back. If you think about it, it's like those old movies where there was a giant computer system and it was like, chung chung, okay, that's on. Now step two, ching ching, and then step three, and, thug, blah, blah, and this grind and the whir. And the... Broadway is a giant machine. It's a giant institution. It's going to take that kind of thing. And along the way, we're going to be able to see how that machine is functioning, how it's working. Right. So let me break down what I call my five phases of Broadway's return for you. OK, phase number one is the we're back on sale phase. OK, now this phase is going to be the moment that some shows announce that they're back on sale uh, and that they have an opening date. And this time it'll be real because no more pushing down the pike a little bit. We are finally coming out of this thing. Uh, and I believe the next dates that will be announced will be real ones. So this phase one will begin with a few shows. I don't think it's going to be all of Broadway again. You'll see a handful of them probably announce that they're coming back at certain times. The dates may be staggered. They're not going to all announce at the same time. But I'm expecting a few shows will roll out at the same time. Uh, because I actually think that there's strength and confidence in numbers. So if we release a few at once, it'll be a sign to our audience that these dates are actually going to stick. Uh, when will this happen? I believe this back on sale phase will begin at least three months before the first performance, but more likely four to six months. When does that mean? I actually think it's going to be in April. I think that's when you're going to see the first shows go back on sale. Remember, we need a runway. We need a six-month runway, three to six-month period to really provide enough time to not only sell tickets, but also to get things rehearsed, uh, to get things oiled up, if you will, to be ready. Now, this phase one, this is going to be our first big test. This will uh, let us know if there has been pent-up demand in our audience to warrant uh, buying tickets as soon as they're available. Um, will they believe that this date is real? Remember, we've pushed out a date a few times. Will like the ticketing systems like break down with this unbelievable demand like the vaccines <laughs> websites, right? Will people be trying to grab uh, the best seat possible right away? We're going to find out. Now, what, what will influence this? Well, obviously, it will depend heavily on what shows are announced. That's why I'm predicting the first shows that are announced will be the big heavyweights, frankly, that people couldn't get tickets to before COVID hit. Um, these are the ones that will come first, uh, and that will guarantee that this phase one has a positive response uh, to us. Okay, that's phase one. Phase two, uh, this is the pre-performance phase. This phase starts the day after phase one. Uh, begins and goes all the way until the first performance of that first show. So when we're in a normal sales period, we watch this chunk of time very closely, right? When we go on sale to that first performance, because we're watching to see ticket velocity, we're watching to see that curve, how many, how our advance is building. 
we're going to be watching this very, very closely on all the shows the industry will be watching. This sales information isn't made public, but I guarantee you there'll be a lot of gossip being spread about how shows are selling because all eyes will be on it, right? It will really give us the first indication on how much, how many uh, tickets are being sold without advertising, without marketing. If we can get back to that general flow that we had before of sales for these shows, just there, there's a natural number of uh, tickets and dollars that are moved each day for certain shows, especially the long runners. Can we get back to that, right? Uh, does it increase when we start to advertise? And I mean advertise individually, like each show individually, or the industry as a whole when we start to advertise just Broadway being back. Typically, this period of time from on sale to first performance looks like the front of a bell curve. And obviously, we hope when the performances begin, when the curve just continues to go up. Okay? With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Again, big question mark is what will happen to these shows that were under sales pressure before COVID. So there are shows that are going back on sale that we don't know what was going to happen, what were going to happen to them, right? So they were under pressure before. Will they continue to be under pressure? Will will it be more pressure? Will some of these shows actually decide, you know what? We're not reacting fast enough to our return. We're not selling enough tickets to make those first few weeks of performances valid, right? Maybe, Maybe you'll see a few shows pull out. I don't know, but that is definitely a possibility. Although I think with Save Our Stages funding in place for these shows, I actually am doubting that that will happen. I don't think you'll see shows pull up stakes. If Save Our Stages wasn't there, I think you might see some shows pull up stakes, but I don't think that will be the case uh, this time. Save Our Stages is actually great legislation. Thank you, Chuck Schumer and uh, Klobuchar and everyone else who pitched in to make that happen. Uh, because it's actually guaranteeing we get a bunch of shows back and a bunch of people back to work. So that's stage two, um, or phase two, I should say, from that on sale to the first performance. Phase three, we're back, baby. So I'm expecting this massive spike in sales the week that phase three begins, which is the week that shows open up again, right? Because who is it going to want to be in a theater that first night. I mean, all of you listening to this right now, you're theater fans, I would imagine. Otherwise, you wouldn't be listening to this podcast. Uh, Your theater fans wouldn't. Where else would you want to be than the first night a curtain goes up on a Broadway show? I mean, can you just imagine? Just think about that for a second. What that ovation is going to be like. 
I mean, I keep saying, like, the Weather Channel better issue some flash flood warnings for Times Square because the tears are going to be flowing that night from the actors on stage, from the musicians, from the producers, and, of course, the audience members as well. I spoke to Rob McClure on my live stream when this began, and I asked him, uh, who star of Mrs. Doubtfire, I said, are you on stage when the show begins at Mrs. Doubtfire? And he nodded yes. And I remember thinking, my God, you better, like, Tell your wife you're going to be home late that night because you're going to miss your train. That ovation is going to be so long. And um, knowing how much Rob loves doing his job, I have a feeling it's going to be a hard time for him keeping it together. So I'm expecting this massive spike in sales for the beginning and uh, through the first week of phase three, which is when we get our shows back up and running again. Now, if we don't have full houses those first few shows, that will be a sign that we've come back too soon. Now, I don't expect that to be the case either. I think we're doing this the right way and very safely and conservatively. But if we don't sell out those first few nights, then something isn't quite right about our return. Okay, phase four, I'll call it the reviews are in. Um, Now, this is what happens right after that, right? What after that? Now, I have predicted that we're going to have a strong return because the, the reviews that I'm talking about here are not just the um, incredible amount of press we're going to get, because we're going to get it. Broadway, the theater has never been down this long, never mind Broadway being down this long. It's going to get enormous amounts of press attention all over the world, which will help spike sales. But sales for Broadway and for theater in general are driven primarily from word of mouth. And the word of mouth from those people who come to see those first few shows, it's going to be incredible. Right, All those people that experience Rob McClure or insert title of show here, Phantom 6, whatever it is, they're going to rush back and tell all their friends, oh my gosh, I was at a Broadway show last night. It was the most amazing thing I've ever seen. You've got to go. You've got to go. And that word of mouth is going to spread. They're going to tell people, I felt safe. I felt health. I'm healthy. I'm, I'm not sick. You've got to go. You've got to go. And I think we're going to see a good bounce from, from the bottom here. Uh, But look, it's not all going to be good news, right? It's not all going to be good news. We still are going to be down in terms of tourism, right? And some shows are going to struggle through this period. And while I'm expecting Broadway to be fully operational like November, late November for our holiday season, which I expect to be good, right after those holidays are over, we get to that January, February period, which is notoriously bad for Broadway as a whole. So it certainly is going to be a little tougher in our post-pandemic season because tourists definitely, uh, they don't come in January, February as is. And if we are still depressed in terms, of our, in terms of our tourist activity here in New York City, then that first January, February, despite a strong return, is going to be tougher, is going to be tougher. We're going to actually have to do a lot of outreach to locals to help fill those gaps. So there, we could lose some shows uh, quicker than usual um, in next January, February, right? That That is something that we all have to be pre- prepared for. I expect the full complement of shows to return, uh, except for the shows that have announced they're already not returning, Sing Street, Mean Girls, etc. But then the first, the first time we could see a few open theaters is right after the first of the year. So we're going to watch this phase four, the reviews are in phase, uh, which is after that first week or so of performances very closely. 
Um, again, I expect sales to be good during that holiday period, but that's also when shows that see January, February looming may have to announce that they're not going to stick around. And then phase five, well, phase five is when we're back to normal, right? This is when we all go back to the business patterns and trends that we had before. You know what? That ain't going to happen. That is not going to happen. There will be no return to normalcy, quote unquote. So we better get used to it now. The pandemic has changed human behavior. It changed consumer behavior and theater going behavior forever forever. We will never go back to the way it was before. So if you're a theater maker, if you run a theater, whatever it is in the theater that you are a part of, we're never going back to a way that it was before. And by the way, in many cases, this is a good thing. This is a good thing. Uh, we are able to rebuild our industry in a whole bunch of ways um, that will be more beneficial to us in the long haul. So this phase five, quote unquote, normalcy, it won't be normal. We'll be creating a new normal that already somewhat hackneyed phrase, but that's what I'll use here today. It'll be something brand new. What will it be exactly? I have no idea. I have no idea, right? It's an unknown right now. It's a galaxy far, far away. But I can promise you two things. We are going to get there. We are going to get there. And I will be there. And I promise to bring you my perspective on it. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Thanks for tuning in to this brand new reboot of the Producers Perspective podcast. We will see you next week when I'll be talking about why social distancing doesn't work for the theater. Tune in. Spread the word. Share with your theater making friends. And we'll see you then. Thanks again for listening to the Producers Perspective podcast. If you found this episode informative, educational, inspirational, or just entertaining, uh, do me a favor and share this episode with another theater maker or two in your life. My mission is to amplify the conversation about theater because if we get more people talking about it, we'll get more people making it, we'll get more people seeing it, it will be great for the industry as a whole. If you want more of my daily perspectives on theater and Broadway, check out my blog at theproducersperspective.com or check out my social media accounts at Ken Davenport B-Way on Instagram and at Ken Davenport on Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. We'll see you for the next episode. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the RISE Theater Directory to find your next team. Create your profile now 
and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 